the past, the present, the future. This is Friday Night Fright. What the planet is listening to. Hello, welcome to Friday Night Fright Shalomania, Mal. <laughs> Today's dose, Rabies, directed by Aharon Kishos. 93 minutes long, made in 2010, and in the Hebrew language, I guess. Cool. When in Rome, or in this case, when in Israel, because this is described as a clever Israeli slasher. A group of people get caught in a serial killer's web. There are two siblings who've committed a major sin, 14 athletes, a forest ranger, and two pervy cops. What? Okay. As each of them enters the woods where the psycho lurks, their decisions lead terror and torment. But this isn't just a standard slasher, dot, dot, dot. I think I need to go to reviews. What are the reviews? Oh, shit, I've gone off it. What are the reviews like? More info. Uh... Oh, there you go. But this isn't just a standard slasher in a foreign tongue. Rabies takes horror conventions and veers away from them at drop the hat, growing a brilliantly twisted thrill and explores how F their emotions lie root cause for even the most brutal violence. Brackets. In Hebrew, with English subtitles. Well, I'm fucking sold. And I'll be right back to recap this and review this or whatever I do. I don't need no more. After words from our sponsors. Hello, so this is Ian Austin, back after a bit of sponsorship, and yes, I just watched Rabies on Shudder, the Israeli slasher horror movie, which is not a slasher horror movie in where you're thinking. It is in some tangible ways, but in other tangible ways, it is not. See, the thing is, it's, it's, in theory, it's a movie which I think, I think, don't quote me on this, I think it's meant to be an Israeli version of Cabin in Woods or Cabin Fever, which is a slightly knowing wink at some horror conventions, taking aspects of genres and playing for them a little, create something in theory distinct and unique. I wouldn't go as far as say Cabin Fever or Cabin Woods were distinct or unique. Um, I would say Cabin Woods is competent, but tends to go into a generic approach when it gets to the actual monsters in question. Cabin Fever is more Eli Roth trying to go back to that feel of 1980s horror movies that he grew up on, and that were indeed considered trashy, but enjoyable. Um, Whereas Rabies is not really either of those. It doesn't really know exactly what it wants to be. It has a good idea of what it doesn't want to be, which is a movie about characters who have rabies. Because while it does have aspects of that, it doesn't commit to it quite where you'd want it to. Best example of this is Fat Nut. In theory, again in theory, the movie's villain is a serial killer. And there's aspects of that, but it's not really dwelled upon where you'd expect. And it's also not played... For laughs, it's played quite straight and seriously, which is odd because it jars with the nature of the material around that. Indeed, when you have characters saying that one of the sexist things he can imagine is watching a woman pee, and then later on in the movie you get a medium close-up of a woman squatting down to pee, you are entering into a weird 
dynamic of movie where it's trying to be funny or clever and it's not really succeeding both and that's fine not all movies that not all movies have to be clever or funny not all movies that try and be funny and or clever have to be sometimes it's enough to try but at the same time if you try too much you enter into that peter and wolf aesthetic of you're raising too much hype more hype than movie is capable of monitoring i will say it's not badly shot or acted although it was hard to get grasp of who characters were and why i should care Indeed, this was definitely one of those movies where in background, for the sake of transparency, I was doing almost everything other than watching movie uh, because it wasn't grabbing me where I inte- where it intended or where I hoped it had when we read the synopsis earlier, which happens, you know. Unfortunately, we live in an age where sometimes it's hard to focus entirely on movie, especially when you go watch it for 90 minutes. You can watch it, you can get into it to a degree, but if it's not hooking you, you are naturally going, or in my case, I am naturally going to look for other things to gravitate to because there's not enough time to do everything you want to do. And particularly when forced to watch 90 minutes of an Israeli horror movie that you're not particularly enjoying, you are going to start focusing on other things. But that's my line life. So that's fair enough. What I will say is that at least this movie had some interesting ideas in theory and some in practice, although I found some of the um, uh, weirdness with regards to how raping two police officers were. Oh, no, spoiler warning. But if you listen to this, you want my opinion of the movie anyway. I found them be particularly creepy, disturbing. And yes, I'm sure that's how it's intended. But at the same time, watching it, all I can think of is how did, why would you put these actresses through that? You know? And, and it's not like they're doing it, make some greater point or something like that. It's just a scene in a movie that's written to have a cop reach under a woman's skirt and force her to nearly cry. And again, yes, I know it's acting, it didn't actually happen. Uh, but at the same time, someone wrote that, someone came up with that idea, someone shot it, and someone asked people to act it. And I find, especially watching stuff like Devil's Rejects, I don't find that entertaining. I find that be exploitative. And at the same time, exploitative isn't necessarily bad per se because there's lots of exploitation movies but i get the impression everyone going into those movies knows the sort of movie they're making and i don't get that impression here i don't think anyone had any idea exactly what movie they're making i always think the dichotomy between the title being rabies and slasher and serial killer it was never able to flow connectly between those different aspects if you want to make a movie about characters and rabies, make that. If you want to make a movie about slasher and serial killer, make that. Try and combine them both. You're trying to do too much and it really doesn't work because neither aspect works the way it should because it's too ingrained in the other aspects. It goes back to X-Men Days of Future. It goes back to X-Men 3, The Last Stand. When they're trying to do the Jean Grey story and Mutant Cure story at the same time. Two great ideas for movies, but when you throw them together, it's not going to work where you intend. And indeed, in this movie, it doesn't. It also doesn't have any particularly memorable characters. You can talk about two police officers, but they're less memorable than creepy. And also, it's not funny. It's trying, I think, to be funny, but it's failing. It's not as amusing as it should be not as sharp as it should be the fact that movie asserts that it's clever 
Well, I disagree strongly with that. I don't think it's very clever. I think it's trying to be, but it's saying also trying to be fine. You can fail and make a flawed masterpiece. Like, for example, I think Annalise Hulk is a flawed masterpiece because it tries and it fails, but God bless it, it tries. This tries and fails, but I never feel like it's properly reaching for the song like Superman reaching for Angie, you know? You don't feel like it's reaching for it. You feel like it's kind of reaches up a bit and then gives up, you know? You either have to go full out and try and make a masterpiece and fail, or don't try. Just make something simple and complex, simple and entertaining and trashy. And going back to my point I made earlier about this feeling like the VHS movie, Sphere just segment stretching to a long movie. It really does. And this underscores why something like VHS is actually a bit underappreciated. And I was a bit harsh on it in my review. Reviews, even. And my retrospective. Sorry, going on. Because it knew to keep this stuff short and concise. And this drags out for as long as possible with loads of characters, none of who are particularly memorable. And then at the end, it just sort of stops. And it ends in a very anticlimactic way. In fact, it end, It starts with two characters. You don't see much about moving. Then ends with those characters. And you don't feel like they've learned anything or grown or anything like that. And again, not all characters need grown horror movies. I understand that. But lack of a structure in this movie doesn't feel like an aesthetic choice. It feels like it's in just something which they were unable to figure out how to do. No... Amur is not a structured move in terms of having a specific free act. It does have free act structure, but in terms of characterization, things like that, not quite what they're intending, or not quite that sort of tight structure. And yet, it's aesthetically and totally so annoying. Put my safe sleep, Jesus Christ. Aesthetically, it's something interesting. Save Woodshot. Not, not necessarily great movies, but. They try and do something interesting. This isn't... This is... Try and jam two genres together and not really succeeding. So why recommend rabies? Not really. I mean, if it... It's always good to watch horror movies from different countries. Uh, I'm not big horror... Multicultural foreign horror guy, but I, I, I can appreciate them. And I feel like this was at least an interesting experiment to watch. I don't know if I'd watch it again. I doubt it. I'd probably go for a two and a half stars out of five. But it was, it was okay. But what we say is hopefully tomorrow's movie, Prom Night. Now, that's what I'm excited for. But that'll have to be safe for next time. And remember, life is beautiful.